It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, Simon Marcel. The accent is French. I hope you had a great weekend. Happy Monday night, actually. Uh, we're going to talk love and relationships, but guess what? First, I have a question for you. Do you have something on your phone you're keeping from your partner? Now, think about your own phone. Think about all the text, all the pictures, all everything. And I repeat, do you have something on your phone you're keeping from your partner? That question is a poll that is right on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. Here's the answer. So, 28% of you voted, yes, I have something on my phone I'm keeping from my partner. 72% said, no, I have not. Can I be honest? I'll be part of the 28% because when you've been single for a long time, there's things in the past that belongs to the past and still on my phone. Question it be, should it be or not be, but that's for a different day. And by the way, thank you so much for voting to all my polls on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. Your calls and your questions are next. 855-905-8255. You have a question for me? Call me right now. Aria, bonjour. Bonjour. How are you? I am good. What is going on? Um, so I recently was in a relationship and I was getting to this point where I was just so unhappy and I was about to break it off, but then they broke it off with me before I did. And they said, please don't message me or call to try to salvage this. Um, but I don't, they have my, some of my furniture at their house, but I also don't want to call him or talk to him or email. So Mm -hmm. I'm asking for your suggestion. Okay, that's cool. So uh, basically, you need to get your furniture back, right? I mean, that's they're yours. Yeah. Okay. So just not being too practical, do you have any receipts that, if necessary, you can show you paid for these furnitures? No, they were my mom's. They're antiques. Mm, okay. All right. We're gonna hope that he's a he's a, he's a I would say a fair man. And and um, have you ever asked for the furnitures back? Has that ever happened before you called me tonight? No, I haven't. I've been silent because I've had so much in my life things happening that I sure. haven't had time to handle it. So I would do two things. I would still send him first a quick text, say, hey, I'm just calling because I need to pick up my furniture. When would be a good time and a good day? Question mark. Uh, uh-huh. You give him a week to answer. If he doesn't answer, then uh, you need to uh, write him an email a little bit more serious. I mean, it's a legal thing at the end. So uh, you say, listen, I need to pick up my furniture. They're my mom's and all this. So I don't want to involve a lawyer. Just do me a favor. Let me day a day in time. And then we can just find a way not to see each other at all. I promise, you know, to be respectful. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if he still doesn't answer, well, then I guess the last resort is to see a lawyer. And you have to have uh, a court order to get your furniture back. So that's the three steps. I hope he's a gentleman and he will say yes, and just you guys can arrange a third, maybe a friend of yours and his to be there. He's not there, and and then just you know, so you send a truck or something or a couple of friends to pick it up. That's my hope. Okay. All right. Okay, that's great advice. Thank you so much, Simon. You're most welcome, Maria. Anytime. Thank you. Good luck to you, and have a good night. Thank you. You too. You know what? I'm gonna help that person who just sent me an email who doesn't know how to get back to dating. And that is an interesting topic coming up next. If you have a question but you can't call in, you can always email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trisha, what is going on with Jerry? Okay, so Jerry says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jerry. 
My husband passed away four years ago. I would like to start dating again, but I don't know how. Where do I start? Jerry, sorry for your loss, first of all, and I'm going to give you advice on how to start dating and where and how. That's next. So I just got this interesting email, Jerry, who lost her husband four years ago and would like to start dating again. And she says, I don't know how and where do I start? So Jerry, like I said, sorry for the loss uh, always, but there is some good news is that um, now exists online dating that really, if you're not like very direct person, you're not very social person, all you got to do, I'm serious, is pick up the dating application you like the most, all the dating apps that exist, and then, you know, the price you want to spend, the money, and then just follow the application. Because the good news is, it's going to put you in contact with many, many men, and all you got to do is pick. And once, by the way, and once you find somebody you like, don't spend too much time chit-chatting. All you want to do, if you like the person, what they're saying is have coffee with them. Never close to where you live. Never give your cell phone until you've met. Just meet in a nice little cafe or Starbucks or wherever and sit down for, you know, 10 minutes or much longer time if you like the person. Jerry, good luck to you. Thank you for your email and have a good night. You call the next. Amber, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you? So I need some help talking to my husband. Um, He's very overweight and he says he's been dieting and um, I caught him lying to me recently. Uh, He came home and I asked him what he had for lunch that day and he said Mm -hmm. salad. And anyways, I'm doing the laundry and I'm shaking out his pants and uh, some receipts and some money and some change flies out. And it turns out um, the receipts were for Burger King and pizza. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to talk to him about this. What do you think? So um, I think that uh, you act a little too controlling. I think that you have to... Yes, because you cannot look into his pockets. You cannot ask him what he eats. Here's why. Because food is like an addiction at this certain level. Meaning, and and, and we got to treat it as an addiction, so a disease. And there's nothing worse Mm -hmm. to do to an addict is to always say, have you been drinking? Have you been gambling? Uh, Are you using? Are you eating? So I'm not uh, saying that against you, Amber, but I want you to stop asking him every five minutes what he's done, where he's been, and what he eats. And I think mm -hmm. that for him, the hamburger is the high. For somebody else, Mm -hmm. it's cocaina. But what I'm saying to you, Amber, is you're not helping him by being such, almost like he's, he's 10 years old and you're his mother. Mm, I don't want to mother him. I know it's becoming that kind of relationship. And I, I never thought of myself as controlling, to be honest. I thought of it more as concern and care. Yeah, when I heard you say that as a man, I said, if you were my, my wife or my girlfriend, I would feel very under control and stressed out just to deal with that. So that has to stop, all right? Even if you see things, not a word anymore. He's going to be surprised. And if he says, oh, but you haven't said anything lately, should I be worried? And you say, listen, this is your fight. This is your body. I have no intention to either tell you what to do, not to do. I trust you to do the right thing. Mm. The more you trust, the more you help the addict. The more you're constantly asking them what are they up to, it's like they have a snake in their throat to make them lie. No one lies better than any addict. It's a disease. It's his fight. And you can't do it for him. Okay. 
trust my strategy. And if you have any doubt, you can also go see a shrink and that can help you give you a perspective about the addiction stuff. Oh my God, I think I need to go, yes. <laughs> yes, maybe. You know, there's stuff to be worked on. All of us need to go shrink anyway. Amber, yeah. thank you so much for your call. Good luck to you and good luck to him. I'm glad you called me because I think we kind of like nailed it. Merci, Simon. I want to talk about how do we know if we are being controlling. So let's talk about that next. How do you know if you are being controlling with somebody, with your partner, right? Well, here are the signs. You feel you're always right and your partner is always wrong. You feel that without you, they're going straight down, you know, the drain. So you have to interfere. You have to intervene. You have to tell them what to do. Or without you, you think that this is it. So just like Amber, you know, was trying to control what her husband was eating because he's overweight. And then you become controlling. Some people drink too much. Some people do this. But something in you needs to control the universe. So it's not just your partner. It's something in, in us, because we all have that in somewhere in us. We need to control our universe and everybody else's universe. I'm kind of guilty of that. So I got to confess, stay with me next. I have a story of where I realized I was way out of line when it comes to controlling in a relationship. I'm not proud, but I'm going to tell you the truth. That's next. I'm going to be 100% honest. Once back, like 10, 15 years ago, I was dating this lovely brunette who was very easygoing, you know, kind of like hippie-ish and all that. And at the time, and it's really shame on me, so I'll take the blame. You know, elegance matter, wearing the proper clothes at the proper place, you know. So I would give her a hard time about what to wear, and I thought she was always too casual. And, you know, little by little, I think I became from just making a remark to too controlling to annoying. And you know what happened? She dumped me like an old sock. An old sock. And I told my therapist at the time, I said, but what's wrong with her? I mean, why? She doesn't realize what I'm saying is true, that there's certain places you need to be a bit more dressed up. And he said to me, but what's more important, Simon, to keep your girlfriend happy or worry what the restaurant will think when she's too casual? He was right. My shrink was right. I learned from that lesson. More laid back, less controlling. And then la vie est belle. Anyway, that's a lesson I've learned. Don't do like me. Do better than me. Don't be controlling. You call the next 855-905-8255. If you have a love story you want to share, dial in 855-905-8255. Carlos, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Carlos. You have a love story that you want to share with me? Yes, I sure do. So, uh... A few weeks ago, I went on a, a first date with a girl that I actually am talking to now and I really, really like. And um, we talked for about four or five hours over a beer or two, and the time just flew by. And then I, I walked her to her car and I gave her a kiss on the cheek. And then uh, I'm, almost, I'm almost a couple blocks away at my car, and then I realized, you know, I should have went for it. So I, I ran back to her car. I called her just as she was leaving. I knocked on the window, and she was kind of startled. She's like, she rolled her window down. She's like, what did you want? I just, I, I was like, I have something I wanted to give you. So I, I took her shoulder and I leaned in and I gave her a French kiss, but she loved it. <laughs> and was she surprised? What was the reaction? Yeah, she was surprised, but it was a good surprise, like a happy surprise. I like that being so spontaneous. How many times in your life, Carlos, have you done such a gesture? Honestly, I, I, I've never done that before to anybody. 
Wow. That was the that was the first for me. Listen, who doesn't dare doesn't live. You went for it. Yeah, the bold uh, fortune favors the bold is one of my favorite expressions. And that is a good one too. Carlos, thank you so much for this very romantic story and and have a good night. Thank you. Okay, stay with me. I have a voicemail I really want to get to. Somebody's unhappy and have a question for me. So stay with me. We're going to get to that next. If you have a question for me, even after hours, after the show, always leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255. Just like this one. Bonjour, Simon. Uh, my name's Nathan. Me and my ex broke up uh, several months ago. And uh, she broke up with me because she thought I was more like being a friendless benefit instead of an actual boyfriend. And uh, I just wanted to find a little bit of closure in this because I just feel devastated still. And thank you for listening. Have a good night. How do you find closure, Mason, when somebody breaks up with you like this? Uh, Stay with me. I'm going to help you next. Have you ever been broken up by somebody and feel devastated? And and that's what Mason is feeling. Mason just left me a voicemail saying, Simon, my girlfriend dumped me because she felt like it was too much of a friend and benefit situation. And I'm still devastated and I want to find closure. Mason, the only way to find closure is A, to keep total distance from this ex of yours. No text, no email, no messaging, no DM, nothing. Full silence. And two, Really, the time is on your side because the less you look at her social media, the less you see any trace of her, your memory works for you. So there is nothing to ask her. Everybody has the right to start a relationship. Everybody has the right to close a relationship. So it's finished now. My advice is this. Don't even think about trying to reach out to her to ask her for closure. Once somebody says, I don't want to be with you, that's enough. That's all I need to hear. All right? I know it's hard, but the clean cut helps the scar to heal in a healthy way. Thank you for your voicemail. You call the next. If you have a question for me about your relationship, just dial 855-905-8255. Lacey, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good, I'm good. How can I help you tonight, Lacey? Okay, so lately um, my boyfriend has been kind of addicted to adult movies. Um, He's been spending a lot of time on his computer, his iPad, and um, I've just been feeling like he's more interested in that than he is in me, and I'm not really sure what to do at this point. How long has this been going on? Um, Well, we've been together for a little over a year, but this has been going on, and like... Maybe the last six months. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have had a chance to talk to him about it? I have spoke to him about it. And, and he, he'll stop for a little while and then he'll start again. I see. Okay. And the ooh-la-la, the romance between both of you, is it fading away because he's so much into his iPad and stuff? Or do you find your uh, personal time with him is still okay and exciting? Um, when we really put the effort into the personal time, it's exciting, but it doesn't happen that often. I see. Okay. So, um, I would, I would have a very honest talk with him. I would say, listen, uh, uh, you seem to be more interested and more excited even by the iPad and the time alone than with me. 
So you got to have to decide uh, because I can't be with somebody who likes his iPad more than me. And you use a sense of humor for that. And we'll see what he says. The chances are very, very small that you change his behaviors. It's kind of addictive. People start to do this kind of wireism and stuff like that. So it's deeper than you think. But I would give him a chance, a fair chance to change his, you know, his behavior. And if he's not changing this in the next couple of weeks, then I would break up with him and just move on to find somebody who wants to spend his time looking at you and being with you and not looking at other people on, on some iPad or computer. Okay, I think I can okay. do that. All right then, so good luck to you. Have a talk. Let's see what he does. And if he doesn't change his behaviors, au revoir. Ciao, bello. <laughs> Buenos you. dias. Thank you. You're most okay. welcome, Lacey. Good luck to you. Thank you for calling. Thank you. More Rendezvous next. Thank you so much for listening to me tonight. Thank you so much, by the way, for spending your evening with us at the rendezvous. It means the world to me and my team. We prepare, we're excited. You can hear in my voice, even though it's super late, I'm still excited. So uh, thank you very much for that. Another thing that I want to invite you to, I don't know if you've listened to my podcast, La Confession. You can find it at therendezvousshow.com. And basically, you guys have stories because uh, all the callers, you know, reach out to me either on my website, they call me at 855-905-8255 to share a personal story. It doesn't have to be a love story. Usually it's something they never told anybody else because the rendezvous is a no-judgment zone. Who am I to judge anyway? I've made tons of mistakes and I've learned from my mistakes. That's why I do this show. And I also learn from you mistakes. So sometimes I think it's good to share all that and to have a bit more time. So reach out to me and you'll be a guest on my podcast, La Confession, where the truth always comes out. Have a good night. À demain. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.